Does your belly touch your bum? <laughs> uh, what's the rest of the song? I didn't even know it was a song. There is a song about your belly touching your bum, but I can't remember what it is. Hopefully we'll never have to sing it about ourselves. What do you mean? <laughs> Eva gum, does your belly That's touch your it. bum? <laughs> oh my god, my mic is Lancashire, by the way, not that you would know. Into me. But this is Laura oh. and Emily Leyland. You've landed on our podcast, A Fresh Perspective on Business. You lucky, lucky people. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We had a hiatus last week, didn't we? Yeah. Because we were dealing with a crisis. We were dealing with a crisis. Yeah, it was a it was a really tough week. So it's the first week we've not recorded our podcast since August of last year. Oh so we've only missed one. But it must have been awful, awful. And if you do not want to have had us do a podcast last week, because it would have been the saddest podcast we in the history crying. of podcasts. <laughs> we were very crying. <laughs> Why did you cry? We would have been crying the whole way through. We've been very sad. Low on energy. There would have been a lot of silence. Yeah, the it would have been a car crash. The ward. I mean, funny. It would have been funny. Would it? Would you laugh at me crying? Is that why? No, but they might have. Oh, okay. I would never laugh at you crying. Good, because I'll hit you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of that time I uh, fell over. Fell off the bike on the only time we've ever gone for a bike ride since we weren't very young. And we went up River. When you had your blonde pixie cut. Yeah, yeah, hair. And um, (laughs) hair on head. Hair. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> and I, and I broke, and it was only the front brake, the front wa- tire that broke, and then I just went over it, and then I was like road killing the road, and then cars were like pumping as if to say get out the way. I know it was a, a national speed limit, country lane as well. Yeah, very dangerous. Why would you do that to someone who's lying in the road? Like I could have been dead, and they were like get out the way. You were like ro- you were roadkill. I was roadkill, giant roadkill. <laughs> So then we had to wheel the bikes all the way possum. home because I was very upset. I am like a big possum. Ah. <laughs> right, anyway, but this is, it is a fresh perspective on business and we are sisters. Mm-hmm. 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 I know, we run a business called Fresh Perspective and then this is like... Which is a fresh perspective on recruitment. Oh my goodness, there's so many Look fresh perspectives. Look at the link. Yeah, but we, uh, we decided to do a podcast so where we could get together and talk about business and beyond. So we literally talk about all sorts of crap. So if this is the first time you've uh, you've joined us, then welcome. Welcome. Basically, it did start off as that, and it's kind of morphed into mine and Emily's fortnightly sister silliness catch up. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to change the title. People that I'm looking for a really good, strong business podcast. This is not it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This I is- mean, we do have we have some wisdom. We have loads of. How dare you? <laughs> we have we have lots of wisdom about lots of things. Only on s- Wednesdays, though. And some, and, <laughs> and some on business. <laughs> we know loads of shit about recruitment. We really do. We know it. We know some shit about business too. Yeah, because we have one. <laughs> yeah, we do. But and then if you are uh, a regular listener, thank you so much for supporting us through our podcasting journey. Yeah, and to the regular and non-regular listeners, wow, that was a tongue twister. Mm. Please follow us if you're not already. We well really done. appreciate it. Follow, follow, follow. Great person for remembering. Thank you so I am a great person. Yeah, you are. What? I think we're apparently through to the next level on Apple, aren't we? Because of the, I asked Robin like how the game. It is. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my catchphrase sound effect. It's so good. I thought it was on catchphrase. Did you? Shut your eyes. Shut my eyes. Owing. See what you see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Are you God. Mr. Chips? Yeah. <laughs> he looks.
looks what like a giant Chip egg. Doing? Mm. What number is his podcast, babe? <gasps> 38. Want to know what that is? It's funny. I do. I really want oh, to know. 38. 38. <laughs> it's like 20, but 30. Very good. <laughs> Muy bien. Yeah, which is 10 days after my birthday. Do you know what it is in 10? What? Do you know what Spanish for 10 is? No. Oh, it's death. Death. Wow, death. No, not death. <laughs> death. It's spelled with a Z. Oh, death. But you say death. Death. It's a Z. Death. Something, yeah. he says, What's that? Sixteen. Okay, yeah, I don't understand Spanish at all. Right. So the theme of the week. Theme of the week. That's theme a throwback to our do, do, initial do, do, do. podcast and our radio show, Kitchen and wh- Island. Yeah. What else did we used to sing? Grinding my gears. Do do. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah, so it's vulnerability, which I think is a really, really good topic for us to be talking about right now because we've been very vulnerable. Laura's been more vulnerable online, which I'm sure she'll tell you about very soon. I'm always vulnerable. (laughs) Eventually rubbed off on me. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think... So we're both fans of Brene Brown, who is a lady who does a lot. She's she's a coach, isn't she? A public speaker. Bit of an influencer, I suppose, but the good kind. Oh, yeah, leader. Yeah. TEDx and TED Talk aficionado. Yeah. Ooh. I bet she loves this intro. <laughs> she? I bet she bloody loves it. But yeah, we really like Kevin. She does, like Laura says, TED Talks and stuff. She's wrote some some books. Uh, she's got her own podcast and stuff like that. And uh, one of her big topics is being vulnerable. And she does a lot of, about it because she hates it. She hates being vulnerable. Yeah, and she and it kind of leads to shame, which she covers a lot, but it also, by being vulnerable and shining the light on shame, which is why you feel shame when things are hidden, um, then it leads to joy. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? And every time we say shame, what do we want to go? Shame. 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 <laughs> Throw things at naked people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's she called? Her? Cersei. Yeah, but who is she? What's the actress's? Oh, I don't know. I know, I don't. We should know her. Why should we? I don't know. Has she been in anything else? She's naked on telly. We should know her name. (laughs) Yeah, but she gets all sorts of stuff thrown at her through shame. She shouldn't have. She's being very vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) We should appreciate that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, so I think for me, I've probably always been quite good at talking about my feelings. I'm not really sure why, though. You just you just talky. You like to talk about everything. Mm. Yeah, so there's you not don't really like silence, so you feel it. Yeah, and if that's a really good about, point. You just talk about yourself and how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Emily, and this is how I'm feeling today. <laughs> there's nothing else to talk about, so I will tell you about myself. <laughs> yeah, myself, myself, <laughs> me, myself, for now. <laughs> But yeah, it's weird because, and I don't even think it, oh, like, I, that is absolutely true what you've said, but I don't think it always comes out of that. I just really like talking about, especially things that are meant to make you uncomfortable. I really enjoy talking about it. So I love talking about sex and like menstruation and all the things that would make us, but not everyone, because not, not everyone feels uncomfortable about that. But I love talking about it because I don't like feeling oppressed. And so I like the, the ability to talk about what I want to talk about. So I don't get that sense of oppression. You're such a rebel. Do you know what I mean? Like when people are saying, see you next Tuesday, which I'm, I don't want to say on here, even though I don't think I agree with not saying it on here, but it is quite severe. Yeah, we're only not saying it because we have respect for our listeners. Yeah, definitely. But that's meant it. Loads of people are like, oh my God, don't say it. I feel really offended by that. And that makes me sad. I'm like, why are you offended by a word that's been 
almost con- not constructed because it was constructed in a positive way back in the day, but now it's been used to victimize women, hasn't it? Mm. And it's then, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like these lights. They're very bright. We need to turn them off. It's really hurting my head. <laughs> we've got some. Even though we're doing a podcast, we've got strobe lighting. Wait. Okay. Well, you fill. I'll oh, I go and turn the lights off. They're hurting my eyes. I'm gonna get a migraine. Oh, I've said it now. Sugar. Just talk to everyone about your feelings. I will. I'll talk to you. Do you want to come come and sit with me and we will talk about our feelings while Laura figures out how to um how to turn these lights off. I think she's turned the eating off. <laughs> so I'm gonna to talk to you about vulnerability on my own. And I think a big part of being vulnerable is having a voice online, especially in business as well. So if you're in business and you'll most likely have a website or you'll most likely have some sort of social media presence, well done, great job. Yeah. Yeah, and then, but obviously it's quite hard to talk about stuff that's personal. And she's personal. back in the room. And she's back in the room. She's done a great job. But yeah, because it's, it's great to get your business out there and who you are and all that kind of stuff as a business. But also people, as cliche as it is, people buy from people and people want to connect with people not businesses it's oh the people God, that are inside people that are in the businesses yeah of course it's not what the business is it's the people that are the business well, without the people there is no business yeah either. exactly and, and the think, why as to why you set it up yeah and i think a lot of people forget that and then there's been so much crap on linkedin at the moment about this isn't for linkedin it's not facebook and mm. this is professional and no, 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 and it's like well, behind every LinkedIn account and every LinkedIn network, behind every screen is a person and it's people interacting with other people on social media. So yeah. why are we not allowed to be ourselves? Why can't we be open and free and honest and real? Why do we have to be fake? Mm. And this, I don't know, whoever come up with the word professional and what it means, why do we have to be that way? And why does it know. only mean one thing? I hate the word professional. It basically means don't be yourself, stifle what your inner thoughts and just put out there what you think other people yeah. want to hear. <laughs> it's a really stupid word because when you ask people what they mean by professional, they don't know. They don't really know. They're like, well, just professional, you know. Don't swear, wear a suit, oh. don't be funny or warm or engaging, just be really boring and serious. They are really all the things that I hate in life. No, thank you. No, thanks. We don't want any of that. <laughs> Definitely Jog not. On. But what Laura said recently, so I've been... I've been quite open on LinkedIn for quite quite a while now. Not really as much on Instagram and Facebook. I just don't like them as much. They serve a purpose, but I'm just not a massive fan of those networks. Whereas LinkedIn, I love it, obviously from a business point of view, but I just prefer the audience and how people interact on there. And so I've, I've been quite personal on there for probably about a year and a half now. Whereas you've not as much, have you? This is Laura, I'm pointing at Laura just for people who can't see us. No one. <laughs> no Nobody one else here. No one. I hope no one's secretly filming us because um, I'm not. My hair is quite bad today. Well, it's clean. Well, it's clean, but it's fuzzy you from the like mist. You look like a Barbie. Emily looks like a Dulux colour. Yeah, you know, like the sample when you get shades of different colours. Yeah, She's like a, the pink, and she looks lovely. You look like a sweet. I've got pink leggings, a bright pink fleece and on, pink and trainers. pink trainers. Yeah, They're all different shades of pink. You look like a berry. I, I don't mind that. It's not often I wear pink, no, but I'm, I'm like feeling it. it. I like it, I'm yeah. I'm feeling it too. Yeah, good. I'm glad that you are. Good. But yeah, so I've been encouraging Laura to be vulnerable uh, and because I think it'll really help her, but also the network get to know her that she's built over the years. And then she actually said something really interesting this morning when we were on our morning hike up Rivington. Mm-hmm. And you said it's really cathartic. Oh, yeah. 
And that is a... I, I really agree with that. Do you want to tell people why I think it's cathartic? Oh, yes, of course I could do that. <laughs> so I think for a long time, I've been too caught up with the word professional, being professional online. And for ages, we just use LinkedIn to find candidates. And, yeah. And then we're like, why aren't we getting any business from it? And like, because we're not being actual people, we're being robots, Stepford recruiters. And then <laughs> I think the beginning of lockdown last year is when you really kicked it up a gear because we had nothing else to do apart yeah. from social media. And... I think I was a bit late to the party behind everybody else because I was trying to get loans and stuff. And, and then I just felt left behind. And then I was really lost with it. I didn't know what to do. Can I say this? Should I say that? What can I write about? What have I got to say that other people find interesting? And it's like this whole issue. And I still did videos, but they were, and they've got a lot better as time's gone on. And the more I've done it, and the more I've got steps away of what should I post and steps away, like, how am I feeling? What do I want to post? Absolutely. And it's mainly over the last two to four weeks I've really changed it up and just done what I wanted to do, whether it's a written post, a photo or a video. And I've been really honest about... And it's not that I've been lying to everybody. I've just not told everybody about loads of stuff. If you've met me and we've done networking or we've had a coffee and I probably will have opened up to you and told you about my, my past and like my, my marriage that's no longer here anymore and my financial situation and all some of the shit that's happened to me I will have told you but I don't necessarily put it out online yeah but what's been really nice is when I've, I've shared snippets of myself obviously I'm not airing all my dirty laundry but Cheers. like <laughs> honestly you can't shut her, shut her up now it's awful <laughs> <laughs> this is true and uh, but I've you know share like this is how I'm feeling this is what happened I cried last night because this has happened but they were happy tears and like getting it out it's almost like journaling in a way mm. and it's been really nice to let it out not pretend that everything's fine and that I'm strong all the time because I'm not I am a human person sometimes and I'm not always positive sometimes I'm negative and I just want to punch things yeah but it's been really nice to let right, it out it? that's okay because it, I feel like it went when we used to be positive all the time, people expect us to be positive all the time. And then the minute we have to push back because the client's oh, being really unreasonable, shocked. they're really shocked. Like yeah. In the face, which is sometimes what we actually want to do. Oh, yeah. But we would never. Oh. Only because we'd get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I would punch them in the face with a balaclava on. <laughs> and then they don't know. Oh, Should we just start doing that? <laughs> Let's just be. I think we've given it away, though. <laughs> well, we'll wait a while. <laughs> We'll get some disguises instead of a balaclava. Yes, yes. And they'll be like, we've just been pushed in the face by these two men. Well, that that is an absolute off. travesty. I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> oh, we could pay people. No, we won't get as much. Anyway, that is not about that. But yeah. <laughs> but no, it's good though because well, sometimes we have to have... the. I mean, it'd be good to talk about this in a minute, but it, recruitment is a really, really difficult industry. And I'd say it's probably the bipolar of industries. Now, other people will be like, yeah, sales is like that. But sales isn't an industry. You do sales in every industry. So you oh, can't yeah, say okay. it's an industry, I, I don't think, anyway. Yeah. Recruitment is an industry. And you do sales within recruitment. Of course you do. Which is double whammy. Yeah. But you, you get a lot a bad reputation. I'm not saying we're the only industry with a bad reputation. We're absolutely not. But obviously, there's a lot of doing loads of work to just be, be told no. And the rejection is rife isn't it yeah. it is you get oh rejected on a daily oh, basis and it's such harsh rejection yeah. as well and i think it's because people are pissed off with recruiters because 9.99 times out of 10 the people have had at least one bad experience yeah and people have a lot less patience yeah. and zero tolerance for us so the rejection is 
is hard it's harsh and it's immediate absolutely and then also what we find as well like say we do share a profile of a candidate that we think is suitable and the client doesn't it's almost like that client then it's like they they assume that right you're absolutely shit at your job now we hate you and the relationship breaks down <laughs> and that's happened a few times even when we've worked really because we work really hard with the relationships with our clients we're not we don't sit outside organizations we really integrate don't we and collaborate oh God, yeah, it's so relationship based whereas yeah. i think typically a lot of recruitment is transactional whereas yeah. we're much more relationship that's all it's about and then obviously the, the actual service and delivery of, of the person which is sometimes looked at as a transaction just comes becomes much easier yeah of course it but does yeah we do put a lot of time energy and effort and a real focus on that relationship because it's the key to everything whether it's recruitment business friendships family mm. or uh, you know romantic relationships it, it's key isn't it and that's why it's so heartbreaking when you, you we are people we I used to have to bullshit when I worked at agencies because I was told to, and and I'd no, get, I'd finally made to, made to. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> I got sacked. Yeah, so fair enough. Now I'd be like, yeah, I've got five amazing candidates. I'm going to send you over in like ten minutes, and then uh, I'd be like, great. And then I've, they go, okay. Then you're like, shit, shit. And have to just, and then and then now I'd send shit people because I don't even really know what they're looking for. We don't do that, and we actually make a point to our clients say we might not get it right first time, we might not get it right second and third time, but we'll work with you with feedback and stuff like that to really get help you reach the goal. But then. And this is what we what, what we find so heartbreaking and so emotional that when we do share someone who they don't think is perfect because they're looking at life through a different filter to us and the relationship breaks down and we've worked so hard to get it to that point and it's like they just judge you then based on that and I don't get it. And I, I think we should always take responsibility for ourselves before looking outwards. But when people then just, they almost like, put the brakes on don't they they stop answering the phone they start replying to your emails even though you're in a contract with them so and then you're like weird. oh my goodness how can we improve this relationship how can we improve it and that's where it gets exhausting doesn't it and it's really really tough yeah it really is especially because like we've had it where you know it's not always been plain sailing with our accountants that we have at the moment and it's not always been plain sailing with the it people um the it company that we work with but it's never ever broken down the relationship with either addressed any particular issues we're having at that time um, and we carry on or we think, do you know what, it's not actually that important. It doesn't matter if we say it because nothing's going to change. There's no point. And we carry on and we still reply to emails. We still have phone calls with them and we still maintain the relationship because it's important. Yeah. And so it is really heartbreaking when that's not done to us, especially because of our industry and how hard it is and how much we try to be humans and be vulnerable mm. and let people in and vice versa. It does, it makes it even more disappointing. Oh, it, it does. And, and the reason we're talking, because I was thinking how we got onto this, but it's because we're saying we're being vulnerable online to show that we're not just positive all the time. And when you give us shit, which is quite undeserved sometimes, it does hurt. Oh, it <laughs> it does. really hurts. We are people too. And I think people forget that. And sometimes it happens... At, at fresh, I think we're so considerate of the people in our team. Yeah, and and then sometimes I feel like it, it, when they're busy and they're stressed, they forget that we are. People. Yeah, absolutely. We would like to be considered as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's true that though, isn't it? It's like your mum and your dad. You just think that they don't have feelings and they don't have like thoughts outside of this situation, and you're the be all and end all. And I, I feel like you almost become parents when you run a business. 
Yeah. And then, oh, and then, yeah. and, and then, because yeah. why, why would they, they're not thinking about you? Of course not. And this will be the wider scale as well. I don't think I ever thought about my boss in my previous role. I didn't think about what they would be going through. Only I just thought, why are you giving me grief? Yeah, only when I was coming up to resign and I worked myself up because I feel like I'm letting everybody down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mad though, but you don't consider it. And, and that's why I suppose we do try and be vulnerable with our team as well. So like, I've been quite vulnerable. I've suffered, suffered. Which is, I hate that word because I don't want to be a victim, but... I have issues with anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And I've been quite, well, very open with my team about it. So they know that about me. You less so in terms of being vulnerable, but you've started to be a lot more open about that kind of stuff, Mm. haven't you? Because you have this perception of being the kind of dominant, capable, brave, bold, courageous, all that kind of stuff, especially because me and Laura are sisters and Laura's the older sister, so she would have looked that, after me. That is me. shocking, I know. <laughs> Love getting it in there. But it is, so you've, been, you've come from this, like, I've got to look after everyone. And so you can't be, from, yeah. you feel like you couldn't be vulnerable for quite a long time. So it's great that you're breaking that down now. And then hopefully people will be more considerate of you for that reason because you're like do you know what? I have feelings and yeah. I get upset oh my god because I remember when we had a business coach and she's like why don't you tell Emily about this stuff I'm like well if I tell Emily then she'll worry <laughs> yeah she's like but is but so what like she, you're in it together and she's like it's because you're the older sister that yeah. you keep from her because you're still shielding her because you're still in sister mode and, and I think I do that with a lot yeah. of people and then it gets to a point where I'm about to burst yeah and then I probably have a meltdown and everyone's like oh my, oh god, my god Laura's going crazy what's yeah. happened it's because no one knew that I was getting to that point and then I've just exploded yeah but when <laughs> but whilst this was all happening I'm thinking <clears throat> Laura doesn't Laura doesn't ever get stressed or like she doesn't <laughs> like why and that I felt really pathetic I felt weak I felt stupid as a result of this I put that on myself because I assumed that your lack of vulnerability and being, I suppose, open and honest with me meant that you were just absolutely fine. And I was like, why am I struggling so much and you're not struggling at all? I never, ever would have thought about it from that perspective. I think I'm doing a good thing. I'm catching it all. I'm dealing with it all. I'm shielding as much as I can. So there's no point you worrying as well. And I never, ever would have thought that by me not showing my vulnerability would have had a, had a negative yeah. impact on you. That's insane. But then if we think of our mum, our mum is, she doesn't, she doesn't make a fuss in the slide. It doesn't like to be the centre of attention, which I don't know how she's brawls twins so well because we <laughs> like, like a fuss. I always like Yeah, but she isn't at all. And so say if she's ill or she's got a problem or something like that, she will never ever tell us and we hate that we're like mum please touch that I don't want you to worry so you're almost more like that whereas I'm like listen I've got a problem <laughs> I've cut my finger I've broken my <laughs> nail and I can't find my other slipper <laughs> it is going to be an awful day yeah so maybe you're 99 problems <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's true though so you you know you maybe got a bit more where dad's a bit more like Oh, so much yeah. wrong and I'm a bit more like dad like that but at least everyone knows like that they need to help me or leave me alone whereas with you it's really difficult to know that so is it Rick and, uh, Rick and Morty is that a cartoon Rick and Morty yeah are they not people Why I can't remember but there's like a, oh I can't remember it's down. probably going to sound stupid now because I don't know what the example Rick is but it's, Morty. A, it's like a cartoon animal and it, when it gets sad it's I go really sad and they literally fill up with water oh yeah and then they come out and that's what I that's yeah. what you and dad are like yeah <laughs> <laughs> we cry over anything yeah whereas you mum are like hard faced bitches <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though isn't it and it's like so you've got to think you're if you're that person who's never vulnerable 
And obviously that eats away at you because you're trying to constantly show the world that you're all right when you're really, really not. That doesn't just affect you. So even if you're like, I'm doing this for the people, why don't you be vulnerable for the people if you prefer doing that? And it might that might help you because it's hard. It is oh, really hard. I re- and I've realised recently how much of an impact keeping stuff in and dealing with it all myself actually has had on me, which is yeah. probably why I'm happily, happy to be more vulnerable for myself, not just for the people, because... I realise that it's not doing me any favours. Yeah. You feel lighter, don't you? I almost feel like I'm doing it for the people. Then I'm like, but what about me? What about you? I need to put myself first in some instances for other people even. Yeah. If I look at it from that perspective. But keeping it all in and not showing vulnerability and and trying to deal with everything myself is is not a good thing. So don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. That's our piece of... Do what I say, not what I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think, shall shall we tie it up? Short and snappy, but Time I think we've up. sent Time Me... I was going to try and sing a song. Time Me Can Go Down. That is what Sports. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like one brain. <laughs> Identical mind twins. <laughs> but, yeah, so this yeah, is... We haven't done singing. We haven't. We did a little singing. bit. No, but it's all right. It's not, we don't have to every time. We're still recovering from a bad time. But we mm. have had a laugh and we've talked about some we really good stuff. We are still dealing with the crisis, just so you know. It's just, obviously, it happened last Thursday and we were like, holy hell. Yeah, we can't do a podcast. Just a lot of grief happening, yeah, at the moment. So bear with us while we get in our stride. But I think that's why we're talking about vulnerability. Yeah. And our next episode that's coming up, this will be a week after, is going to be about failure. <laughs> so it ties in really, really nicely. So if you're one of those people who's like, I cannot fail, I have to be amazing at everything, and you really struggle with it and you avoid doing things that you might fail at, then tune in next week because we'll have some tips about all the things that we Ooh, failed at. <laughs> we will. And just to kind of, just to t- tie up this episode, like, you know, being vulnerable and fearing what other people people think people want to know when other people are vulnerable and it's not because of a horrible reason but they want to know no it's not that i mean maybe a little bit some people (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) those dickheads but they're like oh they've had a hard time but oh my god look how well they're doing now and they find it inspiring like when i shared i think it was last week i shared about a personal situation that had happened and people like oh my god i would never have known and it's good to know that you've been through that and you're back on your feet and i feel really inspired because i'm going through it now and i thought that is so if you're thinking about being vulnerable and you don't want to look weak and you're worried about what other people think you actually might help some people as well so do it the last thing you will look is weak the oh, last yeah, thing. definitely. But I it doesn't feel like know. that at the time. It's uncomfortable, but we should push ourselves out of our comfort zone from time to time. We should, yeah. It's a great it's a great ending note. Okay. And yeah. follow us. Yeah, follow us. <laughs> because we should follow us when we're giving you this advice for free. And we're being vulnerable. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, give us a break. <laughs> give us a effing break. Give us a break. So obviously we're available on SoundCloud, Spotify and Apple, depending on what you're listening to, but go and follow us on the other ones as well because you are available, a nice person. We're available. For we are available to purchase. <laughs> you like to speak to our agent, Lenny. <laughs> oh he is a four-legged agent and he is good at his job. <laughs> right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Adios. Adios, amigos. <laughs>